0: Hello and welcome to the Worcester Warriors podcast with myself Jeff Barkley, Worcester Warriors reporter at the Worcester News. After 23 years, 218 first team appearances and 15 tries, I think you'll all agree Johnny R leads Worcester Warriors as a club legend. He bid an emotional farewell at six ways last month when he ran out for the final time in the blue and gold as Warriors claimed a win over Saracens. Today Caesar Scrum I've come to the Worcester News to reflect on his Warriors career and look ahead to his move to Birmingham Moseley. Johnny. Thanks for coming here today. Thanks for having me. That's good. Um, so it's been confirmed that you're stepping down a couple of levels to play for National One side Mosey next season, and obviously stepping into uh, part-time rugby as well. Why did you decide to uh, to make that move? Um, it was something that took quite a few months to decide on. Yeah. In the end,
1: um, I'd, I, you know, I was told that I, there was going to be no contract renewal at Worcester, so immediately of things turn to you know a, a new club um and at that point in time i had ambitions to keep going at the you know at the top level at the highest mm-hmm. level that i could play um i certainly feel like i can you know keep going for a few years yet yeah. um so you know i i spent the first i suppose couple of months with that in mind as my kind of goal and um I suppose as time moved on and um, and things didn't progress in the way that I wanted to, um, that's when I started having conversations with uh, kind of lower league clubs um, and having conversations uh, away from rugby as well. And um, one of those was with Moseley. Um, Adam Balding gave me gave me a phone call. I think not long after the press release from from the Warriors in fact mm. and um you know he he asked me what my plans were, what my um goals were um and one chat kind of led to another mm. and to another and um I suppose I felt like I said, as time moved on, I felt like my um my goals maybe had shifted a little bit, and yeah. my opportun- other opportunities started coming my way. Um, and the one at Moseley I felt was a good fit moving forward um, and knowing Adam from his time at Worcester um, I know what a good job he, he will be able to do at the club so um, I, uh, I made the decision to go for it and to join him on his, uh, on his journey.
0: Are you a bit disappointed that maybe you haven't been able to sort of carry on your professional career? Because like you've shown this season you obviously still play at a very high level
1: yeah um as i as I mentioned at the start you know my my original goal was to continue playing. Mm-hmm. I feel like i can i can still contribute at a top level for you know another two three four years um so in that respect you know there there is a slight um, there, there is a bit of me that says you know well it would have been great to carry on playing um Professionally, but other opportunities you know, like I said started to come my way and um, we can't play rugby forever mm-hmm. um, so uh, you know I'm gonna have to make a transition away from it at some point point. Um, and by going to Moseley and, and, uh, and playing I suppose on a more part-time basis um, that presents itself with an, an opportunity for me to um, to make a start in planning for my future um, and for for making a start in my kind of second career um, and ultimately, when I do decide to hang up the boots um, i won 't be starting from scratch you know I'll, I would have had a good couple of years of um, combining work and rugby to make my transition away from the game as um, as easy as possible because it's um, it's really tough
0: yeah, and do you think um. Reflection. When you take all that into account, do you think there's actually a, a better move for you in a way? Like I said, be, to be able to set yourself up for life after rugby, um, which maybe other players, but maybe haven't done that, and they've just the careers pressure of careers ended, and they haven't really ended up in another job. You know. Yeah, I, th- I
1: think so. Um, I've almost got the best of both worlds really now. Moving forward, um, you know, I'm still going to be training, uh, albeit. A lot less than than i, yeah. I I'm used to um, and I'm still going to be playing uh, rugby on a weekend um, uh, and combining that with um with a with a career um, it's It's given me an opportunity that i felt i had a kind of gut feeling that when things started to progress um, that it was just the right thing to do um, opportunities to remain in the full-time game was still there, but they just weren't the right fit for me. Um, I felt that moving forward, um, the the prospect of um, going to Moseley and to work alongside that um, was the best fit for, for me and, and for my future going forward. Um, you know, had things been different and, a, and, a, and an offer came on the table that I couldn't turn down, yeah. um, perhaps I would have thought differently and stayed within the game. But again, we can't play rugby forever, no. um, and this is something I was going to have to do at some point. So the timing kind of felt pretty good. It's obviously
0: local to, to Worcester as well. Did that play a factor? I mean, were there other opportunities that were maybe sort of a lot further afield, whether that be in, in this country or another country? Uh, was, was that you know the fact the locality important
1: uh, it was certainly a factor, yes mm. um, you know the, the decision to to kind of move it doesn't, it's not just about me anymore you know mm. I've, I've got my girlfriend yeah. zoe uh, she she's around and, and working in the area as well and doing really well, so um, you know i had to I clearly had to factor that into my decision and um, uh, with going into a, a working position as well i've I've built up a good network of, of people uh, within the local area so i 'm um, certainly going to look to utilize all of those um, contacts um, so you know a combination of of all that um, meant that yes you know dropping to a lower le- level um, I certainly w-
0: was never really going to look to move away from from the from the area no and what do you think you'll miss most from being a professional rugby player do you think (laughs) Um, I think yeah there's gonna be a lot
1: I'm gonna miss Um, I suppose in my situation um, you know I've been turning up to six ways for 12 years Um, so you know that that kind of structure, that routine um, of, of turning up to work at the same place, um, is going to is is, is going to be strange to not to not continue with. Um, I'll miss a lot of my 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 kind of teammates. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've met a lot of good good guys there, and there's you know a lot of them that are staying on. So um, I'll, I'll miss that and. Um, I suppose you know deep down I'll miss um just playing rugby with a with a Worcester badge on you know um, yeah. I've invested so much of my my life into it um and I would have liked to have left you know with after kind of fulfilling the ambitions of the club to uh, to jump into that top 6 but um I'm sure that um you know the guys there will continue doing the good work and uh, we'll get the club there.
0: Yeah, I mean, as I touched on, you obviously made your 118th and final appearance for Warriors when you came off the bench against Saracens. What was that whole occasion like? Um, you obviously got the chance to to run out at the start um, before kickoff. What was what was the, the emotions sort of around that game? It was it was really strange. Yeah.
1: Um, it was the whole kind of build up to it was a real mix of emotions to be honest, um, on one side, it was uh, kind of, you know, a bout of sadness because I knew it was coming to an end. Um, and it would be my last, you know, everything. It was kind of my last this, my last, that it was my last week of training. It was my last defense session, my last attack session, my last team run. Um, and then ultimately it was my last game. Mm -hmm. Um, so knowing that you know I was never going to do that again, it was it was a certain amount of sadness um, around that, um, but at the same time it was mixed with you know excitement about the future. Um, I'm kind of not one to dwell on the past too much, you know. I I'd, I'd rather look forward um, and um, and whatever I go on to do next, you know. Um, I'll make the most of that. So it was a strange mixture of sadness and excitement. Yeah. Um, but the whole day itself against Saracens was it was amazing. You know, it was certainly a, a memory that I'll never forget. Um, you know, seeing a lot of familiar faces in the crowd. Um, and your own face as well. And my own face yeah, <laughs>
0: gave me a few nightmares, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the fans sort of uh, came out in force with their Johnny, Johnny R masks. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, what were you make a picture of all that?
1: That's yeah, it hard. was oh, it was a nice touch, you know. Yeah. It was, um, I remember in a build-up to it, I had a phone call off uh, Steve Lloyd, who obviously used to play yeah. for the club, um, and he said to me, you oh, know, just make sure you take a moment to just look around and, um, and take everything in, because... Um, you know, he said, "You deserve everything you get on the weekend, and um, and just don't let it pass you by." So, I made a you know a conscious effort to um, to do that because usually, you know, you you kind of block out a lot of external things when you're playing. Um, so I did that, and um, you know, it was amazing to, like I said, to see uh, uh, so many of the supporters there, and kind of you know with masks on and T-shirts and things, and have my family there. Um, yeah it was really special and definitely something I, I won't forget for a long time
0: in terms of the result as well I mean it couldn't couldn't have got any better coming off the bench seeing that result out Duncan Wayne's last kick you know it was
1: uh... yeah it was it was almost a fairy tale yeah. really um, you know I know what a great place Six Ways is when, when the boys win and um, to uh, to come from a position where we were you know chasing that game to uh, to go and win it and it was kind of Summed up our season really that you know we the, the team there just never ever gave up you know they the boys would always fight until that final whistle was blown and we um, we got a lot of results off the back of that and um, and that Saracens was uh, game was no different and um, you know when uh, <laughs> when the, that ball got knocked on and it was i think we were close to the 80th minute something yeah. still said to me no we're going to win this game <laughs> it was really strange and um credit to the you know the boys in that pack and the front row especially they uh, they uh, certainly earned their paycheck that day and uh, yeah. got that penalty and, uh, and then Duncan again showed what a great signing he's been and, uh, and knocked it over for that kind of fairy tale finish
0: yeah and i mean i haven't seen you know gethin jenkins kick a goal in his final game and Likewise um James Hall did it for the for the barbarians. Were were you not tempted to have a go at that last uh, last gas conversion? <laughs> uh, I would have gone no
1: near it even if I played 500 games for the club. I think <laughs> you know credit all credit to Duncan. Those you know he's, he's yeah. that's not the first time he's done something like that and you've got to have nerves of steel to do that and um yeah I will need a few more hours on the training <laughs> field I think before I uh stuck my hand up for that one
0: fair enough. And um yeah so I mean how how tough is it to, to leave really? I'm you know, Considering you've been at the club since you were like seven, I mean, it must be uh, incredibly tough to sort of say goodbye and, and move on to the next step. Even though you say it's exciting, obviously, it's still tough to, to, to leave.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, you know, it's not going to be easy. I know that moving forward. Um, but like I said, you know, I, I've i been so lucky to, to play for as long as I have and being involved with the club for as long as I have and, um, I'll take away all the good memories from, from the place. Um, and I'll, I'll move forward. Um, and you know, whatever I lend my name to next, um, you know, on a rugby front, that's with Moseley. Um, I'll, I'll give as much as I did, you know, giving to Worcester and I'll I'll do exactly the same, um, next to Moseley. And then on, on from that, you know, wherever I go. So, um, it will be sad, but you know this is this is all part of it. Um, yeah. I've seen a lot of guys come and go, um, and this just happens to be my time. And um, yeah, onwards and upwards, as they say.
0: According to the uh, club's website, you've played ten thousand four hundred and eighty-eight minutes for Warriors, which uh, seems like a long, a long <laughs> time. <laughs> um, if if you had to pick out one favourite moment on the pitch, what what would it be? Do you think? Um, maybe aside from obviously the, the emotions on on that final game what what would be uh what would be it do you think it's it's hard to pick just yeah. one
1: yeah. um so if I was to grab a couple you know right from the very start um this was before I'd even signed a contract for the warriors um I'll I'll always remember my first involvement with the warriors and the first team um, and that came when I was still at school um there was a uh, there was well there was clearly an injury crisis at, 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 at <laughs> scrum half um and they were down to just one and uh, I remember having a phone call from the academy managers then and said look you need to come in and train and fortunately it was I think I was on my Easter holidays or something from school so I wasn't actually at school but I was yeah I I was just thrown in to to, to training um with the first team and then was selected to be on the bench against Bristol in a Premiership game at the Memorial Ground where they used to play. And just that whole, um, you know, that experience was that first kind of taste of yeah. um, life as a professional rugby player. So, you know, I'll, I'll certainly never forget that. Um, you yeah, know, I suppose moving forward then the the first championship of the year that i was involved in you know those um some mad games yeah. there. that semi final against bedford was just bonkers um and the two then the two legged semi uh, final against um pirates where we ultimately won and you know i capped it off with winning player of the year that season so that was amazing um and then I suppose fast forward all the way towards the latter end, the testimonial day against Gloucester mm, sure. was brilliant. Um, having struggled with injury for a big part of that season, and having played for Moseley, in fact, the week before, um, you know, Solly decided to throw me in there, and um, and uh, it was an amazing day. Um, and to get the win on that day was was fab as well. So. Yeah. I'm sure there's many more um, <laughs> yeah.
0: but we'd be we'd be here for a while yeah cool well um I suppose you know looking uh, back at your time and, and to be at the club for twenty three years um did you expect to be at the, the club for for this long uh
1: no, no. uh not at all i <laughs> you know i'd start oh, i can't even remember starting <laughs> yeah. um all those years ago, and you know back then I just played purely for, for the love of it and for enjoyment and playing with my mates. Um, uh, you know, every Sunday morning um, with the Mini Juniors, it was amazing. It was a great journey to be on with, you know, like I say, growing up with uh, a load of good friends that I'm, I still have to this day. Um, that was just something I did purely for the, for the love of it. And then um, when the opportunity arose to to join or sign an academy contract, uh, I did so kind of thinking I'd take it as a bit of a gap year before um, I'd go on to university. You know, that was what all my mates were doing. So it was a kind of natural progression that I thought I'd go to, towards. Um, so I did that. Uh, deferred my place at university for the year. Um, things went fairly well at the club. So I ended up deferring again and again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I suppose it was only really kind of in my third or fourth season that I suddenly thought you know what I've got a chance at you know making a career out of this but mm. again never at one point did I think I would remain there for, for as long as I did um, um, so I feel you know really fortunate that, I, that I, uh, I hung on in there.
0: Yeah and during your time was there ever a period um, you know where you had maybe another attractive offer to go somewhere else, but you thought you know otherwise uh yeah, there were times where um
1: there were you know talks with 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 other with other clubs um and I suppose you know you, when you look elsewhere it means that part of you thinks that you you might be better suited moving um so there were times where I had to you know I had some tough decisions to make um but i suppose for me it there was always that kind of emotional attachment to the place and um i just felt like i i wanted to continue my journey with the club for as long as i could because Mm -hmm. i I wanted to see that place succeed and i wanted to be a part of it Mm -hmm. um so you know whenever it came down to that final decision I suppose you know it was always my heart that was yeah. kind of telling me to go to to remain at worcester um, and and that 's what i did and um, i 've certainly got no regrets in doing so
0: no I, I remember speaking to um, to Luke baldwin actually uh, last season when he when he signed a new deal and he said that he felt that lo- loyalty in rugby was sort of fast disappearing uh, would Would you agree with that considering the amount of players that have sort of come and gone at the club and, and maybe other clubs as well? You don't necessarily see the likes of yourself and Chris, panel. Yeah, I, th- I think it, I think he's probably
1: right in saying so. Um, it's, it's a shame, really, because I think, you know, with the professional era, rugby clubs have just become a, a business um, and often that means that you know, things like loyalty sometimes get, gets overlooked. Um, and I don't think, I think, you know, it's going to become more rare to see guys remaining at, at clubs for, for their entire career. Um, purely because, you know, guy rugby players nowadays, they, they have a short life lifespan and, um, you know, we've got to do what's best for us. Um, and, um, that means a lot of guys will, you know, will go, will, will uh, will go to a place because, um, they feel like it's right for them. Um, and, and rightly so because we don't get to play rugby for, 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 for eternity. Um, so I think, I think, yeah, we're, we're going to be a bit of a dying breed. I think, you know, yeah. the, the guys that remain, um, there for, for, for a while. And look, on one side of it, you think, yeah, it is a shame because, you know, it's, it's nice to be a part of one place for, for so long and to commit so much to, a, to, a, to an organization. But, um, at the same time, you know, like I said at uh, at the start, Rugby's a business, and and often they'll make decisions based on what's what's best what's best for them.
0: Yeah. When when you see players move on, um, do you do you think oh you know that's that's really frustrating because we feel like we're building something, or do you think well you know fair play they obviously want to move on in their careers you know like you said, it's a short lifespan in the game. Um, do do you, do you see it? Sort it's,
1: of, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I suppose it's a complete mixture of the two. You know if if you're part of a, of an organisation. Um, and you commit yourself to, to that organization. Then if talent moves away from it, then of mm. course you'll feel like a bit frustrated because selfishly you want the best talent to be around you, uh, to give the team the best opportunity to, to go and succeed. Um, but at the same time, you, you can't blame these guys at all because a rugby career can be over in an instant. So, um. You know, you can't, you, you can't um, grudge anyone for mo- for for, no. for moving on and um, trying different things because uh, a lot of the time, e- well, everyone's different. You know, everyone's got different drivers. Um, the The attraction of going to play in in a different country or a different you know city yeah. is 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 a huge draw for 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 a lot of people. Um, Clearly, the attraction of a, a big paycheck is yeah. is is big for a lot of people, and again, you can't blame that people on that because um, you know we play a pretty dangerous sport. Yeah. Um, it takes a lot of toll on our on our bodies and on our on our, and on, our, and on our minds as well, and um, you know that's over a limited amount of time, so people have got to make the most of it.
0: Mm. And oh, Chris Panels have been at the club. As, as long as you have in terms of you know the first team, he's been he's been around uh, for a long time. How important is is Chris? Uh, you know now you've, you've gone. Is he, he to just stay there and, and um, you know keep producing performances like he has been?
1: Yeah, Chris is you know he's vital to the to the Warriors. Um, you know for a guy that's been through so much, I suppose in, in his uh, career in terms of injury to. To put all that behind him in his early years and to go on, and he's just going from strength to strength. Really, um, he's uh, he's a, he's a vital cog, um, and um, you know I hope the club will you know realise that when he perhaps draws to a close, and I hope they do all their do their utmost to keep hold of him because he'll be vital not just when he's on the field but also when he when he comes off it, um, and he's. You know he's uh he's people like him are an inspiration to those younger guys as well um, you know the likes of Ollie Lawrence and Ted Hills that are coming through will look to him and um, you know they'll want to replicate what he's done and uh, and um, and hopefully through him being there and yeah, being there for a few more years to come yeah that will encourage the, the likes of those younger guys to to stick around and follow suit yeah.
0: you mentioned about Val- about your drive to sort of try and get finish outside that bottom three, you haven't managed to achieve that. Is that one of your biggest frustrations? Do you, do you think? Uh,
1: it is. It is a frustration. Yes. Um, you know, I've I've been around f- for long enough now that we're, you know that every year that's that's been our goal, and yes. every year we've fallen short. So um, I would have loved nothing more to have been part of a, a Warriors side that's you know getting into that top six and playing um european cup rugby at the top level but you know like i mentioned earlier i'm not going to lose too much sleep over it you know i've i'm extremely proud of um of what i've achieved um at the club um and i'll i'll move forward and um and look to start to write some new kind of you know a, a new history with 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 someone else and, and and that in the short term at least is going to be with Mosley.
0: yeah and I'm oh, quite interested to know what out of all the because obviously Warriors have been through quite a few uh, director of rugby who would you say has had the most impact on you out of all the
1: um, I think everyone's kind of had impacts yeah. for different reasons mm-hmm. um, you know you go back to Mike Ruddock who ultimately had a huge impact because he had The belief in a lot of the younger guys to um, to give them a chance and to put them out there, which you know a lot of a lot of directors of rugby or head coaches, especially in the position Worcester have been in, uh, have tended to to stay away from. Um, So you know, for him having the belief in in the likes of me um, or Chris, you know, Miles Benjamin, Tom Woods, you know that group of that group of players that kind of broke through. Two thousand seven, two thousand and eight. That's you know, that's down to Mike and and uh, and, and him having the uh, the belief to do that. Um, I suppose you know, moving forward. Um, I think you know Dean Ryan was doing a really good job at the club. Um, he's he's got such a good rugby brain on him, um, but he also knows how kind of to get the best out of organizations and have to get the best out of rugby players. Um, so I think he had a huge impact on not just me, but again, the club as a whole. Um, and it's funny because, you know, you look at each kind of director of rugby that I've played under and none of them have lasted more than three years. Mm. And I think, you know, there that's the problem there. Um, you can't expect to get results after you know that kind of uh, space and time with a under a new um, leader you've got a you know they've got clearly coming they get hired um, and they inherit a squad that's not theirs Um so it takes you know two three years for them to finally build their own squad um, and to get them playing under their vision and, and under their, their, their kind of playbook. Um, so, you know, at that kind of three year period, you're only starting to see the benefits of, I think, a change in, in, in leadership. Um, and we've, you know, Worcester have never gone beyond that for, for a long time. So, you know, I think it's hugely important that they, in the future, just get stability at the top. Um, because without that, there's just too much dis- disruption um, uh, mm. below everything and within the team, and um, I just without without that longevity at the top, you know, I, I think that they'll c- continue to kind of battle, you know, in 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 the in the bottom areas.
0: Yeah, yeah. and when when Dean Ryan um, left or that summer, and in that following season, there was obviously quite a few changes. During that season, obviously with Gary Gold coming in later on in the season to um and Nick Johnston, we uh, have sort of having like a joint role at the time. Was that quite a, a difficult? Was that one of the most difficult seasons that you can remember having had so with that much disruption sort of at yeah, the top?
1: it w- it was hard. Um, yeah. You know, as a, as a playing group, we we often, when times have been hard, we we often speak about not letting all that external um, uncertainty affects affect us you know we, we realize that when that's going on um it's the team that has to in a way close itself off and uh, and create such a strong bond between each other that that's the thing that drives you forward but um that uncertainty about you know the future of the club and and, and who's going to take us on it is always going to affect the team um and not just the team you know it affects other staff within the organization because um there's just there's uncertainty and no no stability there so um it was a difficult point but like i said the boys did their utmost to kind of just shut themselves away from everything that was going on outside of that change room so yeah. to speak and and we did all we could to uh, to uh, to stick to our own goals and to and to push forward and try and try and win games on the weekend.
0: Yeah, you mentioned about um, sort of the fighting spirit we've seen this season. Sort of never say die attitude, winning games at the death, like you did against Saracens. Do you think there's a real good sort of? I feel there's a really good camaraderie in, within that group, sort of building for, for next season, which will put sort of put some good stead. Uh,
1: yeah, I, th- I think so. Um, look, you know, you just got to look at the some of the players on, you know, in the, in the, in the Warriors squad. And there's some unbelievable players, um, and unbelievable talent, um, within the side. So, um, I think they'll take a lot from this, this season, um, in terms of the points we've accumulated. Um, and you know, that, that never say die attitude has, 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 been rewarded in in getting us valuable points, um, and you know you look at some of the sides that, that we've beaten. You know, on, on our day, we, the Warriors can beat anyone, um, but they won't be able to just think that's all the hard work done and it's just, <coughs> just going to happen for them next season. Because clearly, this year, last season, we've seen how tight the league is. Yeah. And, you know, the difference between finishing 11th and finishing fourth is, is tiny. So, um, they they certainly can't, um, rest on, 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 on last season's efforts. They've got to improve mm. because with, you know, London Irish coming up and signing the way they've had, yeah. um, it's not going to get any easier next year. Um, and they're going to have to go and probably beat you know, even last season's points tally to, to, to even probably guarantee, you know, survival, which crazy. is, which is crazy. But yeah. that's, that's the realization of it.
0: Yeah. And just in terms of yourself, what what your plans now? Obviously, uh, obviously your rest time and, and, but you've obviously been busy trying to set things up for, for next season as well. So it's quite a busy, busy time.
1: Yeah. It's, um, it has been busy. Um, you know, I was glad to to finally get the deal signed with Mosley because yeah. that was certainly a, a weight lifted off my shoulders, in, in terms of um, getting my my rugby sorted for next season, um, I'm, I've spent the remain the remainder of my time um, trying to sort out my um, empl- employment status yeah. for next year as yeah. well, away from the from the rugby field. So. Um, I've had some really good conversations with people, um, various people there. So, hopefully, over the next few weeks, I'll have that side of the puzzle sorted, um, and that will mean that, you know, I can really then yeah, knuckle down and uh, and look forward to the future and and set myself some new goals and um, and uh, and look forward rather than kind of be stuck in limbo, a bit uncertain yeah. about what's going on.
0: Definitely. And uh, just a final one. I mean, would you? ever be open to returning uh, to return into the club in some capacity in the future? Um,
1: um, yeah, I, I always would be, you know, Ulster yeah. clearly holds a special um, place in my heart and, uh, and um, you know, never, never say never. Um, we don't know what the future holds, no. um, but um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what, what happens.
0: Okay, well, uh, unfortunately we've run out of time. Uh, thanks, for, thanks, Johnny, for, for coming on today. Thank you. And speaking Thanks to me. Much. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been great having you, and I wish you all the best uh, in, in the future, and I'm sure we'll uh, speak soon, no doubt. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Good. Um, so that's it for, for another podcast, uh, but I hope to produce further episodes soon. In the meantime, keep picking up the Worcester news and visit www.worcesternews.co.uk forward slash sport for all the latest on Warriors. Thanks for listening.